my fellow challenge lovers, welcome to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV's The Challenge, past, present, or future. If it's happening in the Challenge universe, and we are here to document strong emphasis on the universe these days, getting to that in a moment. I am your host and dedicated Challenge Historian, Jacob Hollibaugh. Thank you so very, very much for being here with us today, back in the podcast studio, the winter break here at the Challenge Historian Podcast has come to an end. We've resurfaced from our hibernation and have done so right as the challenge world has been rocked by some groundbreaking news over the last few weeks that we just had to get back on the mic to give our opinions about. Honestly, it might have been a few more weeks, but now we got to get rolling because there's all this big news. We got to talk about it. That news that I speak of is, of course, that the Challenge franchise is expanding yet again, and that expansion will be the main topic of today's podcast. We will get to it in a few minutes, but before we get to that, we've got one other topic to discuss, which is programming notes as normal, but programming notes times 10 because we've got to talk about a new project, a new undertaking, if you will, here at the Challenge Historian, and that is the official 2022 Challenge Series Rewatch. What is that? You may ask, what is the official 2022 Challenge Series Rewatch? Well, it's kind of right there in the title, uh, pretty obvious, but over the next few months, I will be rewatching every single season of the greatest reality competition show ever to grace our television screens every season of the challenge to date and hopefully i'm hoping at least a few of you out there might tag along with me for some or even all of them we're going to start with season one road rules all stars all the way up to season 37 spies lies and allies i'll be going back through every single season one at a time reliving all the memorable moments the show has provided along its journey updating the player stat sheets, resumes, documenting iconic moments, eliminations, daily challenges, fights, hookups, pranks, and all of the accoutrement of the challenge world. Lists, all kinds of fun stuff going to be coming out of this rewatch. And, of course, with each season of rewatching that I do, there will be an accompanying podcast recapping that season. Now, there is a few big reasons for this big project, this big undertaking. The first and foremost, the challenge is awesome. Let's be honest. That's why you're listening to this podcast. That's why I'm doing this podcast, because we love this amazing, amazing show that we will say again is by far and away the best of its kind ever in the landscape. And rewatching all the seasons will be a boatload of fun. So that's the first reason for sure. Second, though, it's only been really the last few seasons of the act, the flagship show that the challenge media sphere has really blown up with a bunch of other great podcasts out there like my own that cover the show and people writing about it, talking about it, way, way, way more social media chatter, Reddit chatter, the whole thing. So most of the seasons of the history of this show, I mean, 90 plus percent of them never really got that kind of attention, that kind of thorough examination and breakdown, and they all certainly, certainly deserve it. So that's what we're going to do. And third and final reason has to do with the name of this podcast, The Challenge Historian. That is what I liked to think of myself as when I when I started this podcast. That's what I thought I was, a true super fan who knew everything about the show so many of us love, in that I would be very well equipped to talk about it in the history of it. But over the last year or so of doing this show in the three seasons or so we've covered, I've come to realize that my knowledge maybe isn't quite on the level I would like it to be and that many of you out there possess. 
Now, sure, I've seen all the seasons multiple times over, some of them a dozen times over, the really favorites of mine, the iconic ones. I can answer almost any basic challenge trivia, but the more involved in this world of the challenge I got and the fandom that I got, the more I realized that there are some actual true challenge historians out there deserving very much of that kind of title, and I just didn't feel like I was quite yet one of them. So, what better way to earn my stripes, as many a great challenger would say, than to do what a historian does and go back and start documenting from the start. Go back, do all the homework once again. I had done it before, but let's do it again. Let's refresh. Let's re-remember. Mostly, a lot, a lot of this is also my memory is horrible. So while I've seen them a dozen times, I might not remember every little thing that I want to remember when it comes up that, you know, what's the greatest betrayal of all time? Well, I've got three top of mind, but what if I'm missing one of the ones that was better than all of them? You know, that's what we're here to do. So that's why I'll be doing all of this. And as the rewatch commences, commences, haven't podcasted in a while. You got to forgive me not knowing all of my words quite yet. But as the rewatch commences, I'll be posting a ton of stuff across a bunch of different channels, not just this podcast feed. There'll be plenty of content coming to the Challenge Historian Instagram page at Challenge Historian, so you can follow along there. There'll be tweet thread reviews of every single episode. So if season by season recaps isn't enough for you, you want episodic recaps, those will be in short tweet threads over on my personal Twitter account, which is just my name at Jacob Hollaball. Look at the show notes or whatever to figure out how to spell my last name because you probably won't be able to get it. Videos will, of course, come to the Challenge Historian YouTube channel. This podcast will be up there if you would like to just watch the podcast first listen as well as maybe some enhanced videos along the way as well. And then a bunch of posts on Reddit, which I've finally gotten around to diving into the Challenge subreddit and been having a blast doing so. So that is going to continue and then, of course, the previously mentioned season recap podcast will be on this very feed you are listening to right now. Those season recaps will sometimes still be just me, but I'm very hopeful that for the good amount of the seasons, I may be able to find some other amazing challenge podcasters, super fans, media types, or even, dare I say, cast members themselves willing to jump on the mic and break down an iconic season with me. So, Expect some guests for the very first time in the history of the Challenge Historian. It won't just be me every single time walking you back down memory lane through all of these amazing seasons. And expect these shows to come pretty fast. I am going to start the rewatch literally right now, today, um, and plan to have season one recap podcast up this Wednesday, two days from now, season two on this Friday, and then seasons three, four, and five all next week. So in the first two weeks, five seasons coming out. After that, we will do guaranteed one a week every single Wednesday. There's a possibility that we'll continue doing two or even three seasons in a week, pending what seasons we're on, how long they are, how in-depth they are, and what possible podcast guests I've got lined up and when schedules work out. But the first few seasons, they're they're really short. I mean, literally season one and two, they're 26 episodes of 20 minutes. They go really quick. So we'll be able to pound through those very, very quickly. And then we'll get into a rhythm of, you know, one, two, or three a week as the season see fit from there on out. So five seasons over the next two weeks, and then minimum one a week after that, all the way through until we are done. All right. Glad I have that announced. 
I do hope, and I do hope, the, the biggest goal of all of this, while it's going to be great for me, I'm going to, you know, rededicate myself to this franchise that we love so much. I'm going to have a blast doing it. I do hope that a lot of you will follow along on this rewatch journey and relive some of these iconic seasons with me. I hope you listen to all the recaps, even if you don't have time or don't necessarily want to watch a particular season. Definitely check in on those recaps, but I'm going to keep the schedule known, posted week to week on Challenge Historian IG, so you can see where we are at. You'll see the seasons episode, uh, pop up in your timeline or your podcast feed. You'll know what seasons are coming next, and if you want to watch them, you will be able to follow right along with us. And related to this, it'll be better if I just cover this here and now, because I know I am going to get a bunch of DMs and messages about it later if I don't as I've already got a bunch of them after announcing it on uh, announcing the rewatch on my Instagram and on Reddit. And that is that I bet a lot of you immediately when you hear that I am going to rewatch every single season, your initial question is likely to be, how, where are you watching seasons one through nine? They're not available. Where are you watching them? Can I watch them too? And unfortunately, uh, I don't have a great answer for you. Uh, it's not the answer that you're, uh, what you want to hear, but it is the only one I can give, which is I have access to them one seasons one through nine for the time being at least, but I am not able to share them publicly, nor do I know anywhere that they are publicly shared at this time. There were a couple different things floating around Reddit um, in the months past where sometimes there were some links to different seasons or episodes or things. So you can always you know do your own internet sleuth and see if you can find them anywhere out there. But to my knowledge, they're not publicly available anywhere and nor am I in any way able to make them publicly available. However, I will say I am as desperate as the next challenge super fan to have Paramount Plus add all of these seasons to their system or their platform, whatever, Paramount Plus, whatever you want to call it, platform, and give us the complete series. Right now, 10 through 35 is on there. I want 1 through 37 plus Champs for Stars plus All Stars, all of it on there. So if anyone out there wants to start like a change.org petition or however that works, some sort of petition online, whatever, that a bunch of us challenge maniacs can sign, let Paramount hear our voices, I would be happy to share such a thing on my social channels, on this podcast, on Reddit, everywhere. So If you want to put something like that together, you send it my way. I will make sure I get it out to the best of my ability. And I'm sure a ton of people out there would love to share and sign as well. If anyone wants to start getting that ball rolling. But otherwise, once we get to season 10, you will, no matter what, be able to watch along with me as long as you've got that Paramount Plus subscription. So if you canceled it once All Stars 2 was over, go ahead, hit that resubscribe so you can start working your way back through your own personal rewatch as we go along. Fantastic. All right, that is all covered. So once again, quickly, schedule-wise, expect seasons one, two, three, four, and five to be coming out this Wednesday, Friday, and then next Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, respectively. So season one, Road Rules All-Stars this Wednesday, Real World Road Rules Challenge, kind of actually season one, but we call it season two now, this Friday, three, four, and five, coming next week after that. We will keep rolling then through every season Uh, multiple seasons, as we talked about, a week probably all the way until May when All-Stars 3 debuts, at which point we will then add in our regular episode recaps as that season progresses and keep doing the season recaps, keep doing the rewatch until we are done with it. And with that, that takes us, mentioning All-Stars 3, that takes us right on into our main topic of this podcast. We've got the 
10x programming notes out of the way. Now we're going to get to the meat of this and talk about that big old news dump that got dropped on us last week. Franchise-altering news coming out of CBS, Paramount, Viacom, whoever you want to call the parent company. So let's go ahead and dive on into that news. Moving into the groundbreaking news that we got, I guess it's been about a week ago. I forget what day exactly it was last week, but big, big story dropped. Same day is a trailer of sorts, kind of a trailer, uh, dropped from Paramount themselves, announcing two things. There was the there was the kind of very small, smaller announcement that in other, otherwise would have been a big announcement, and that was finally that All-Stars 3 would be premiering not quite as soon as we would have liked, not till May 11th, but we knew when you know when we watched All-Stars 2, it, the very end after the finale, there was a little teaser clip for the first time ever. There was a teaser on the challenge. Actually, that's not true. First time ever that would have happened would have been there's a couple of reunions where they literally had the next episode of Champs for Stars airing right after or tease Champs for Stars right after. So not the very, very first teaser ever, but kind of the first like same show, All Stars 2 to 3 teaser right after, whatever. they We knew it was coming. We knew, or those of us that, you know, dip our toes mildly in the spoiler waters, uh, knew that it had basically been filmed at that time. It's been filmed for a couple months now at this point. Um, and so we expected it to be coming very, very soon and uh, not quite as soon as expected. May 11th, we got that premiere date, but the reason likely that it's not until then is because there's a whole bunch of other stuff that got announced that they're going to have to figure out a time to shoot and get on the schedule. So I think they were just willing to go with, we're already on a break. We're just going to keep that break going so that when all this new stuff comes out, once All-Stars 3 comes, we're probably going to have the challenge in our lives. Hopefully, fingers crossed, some version, one of the versions of the challenge in our lives basically every week for, you know, if I had my way, eternity. Uh, I don't. We don't need weeks off. Just one into the other, into the other. Um, and by into the other, I mean the other, the huge news that came out was a new, brand new version of the challenge, a new spinoff and arguably a bigger spinoff than we've ever had before. We've always we've had the flagship show. There's 37 seasons of it. The first ever spinoffs of it were, I mean, the Spring Break Challenge doesn't really count. So really the first spinoffs were Champs vs. Pros, Champs vs. Stars, Champs vs. Stars. We had three of those, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a long time. I don't really even recognize that those happened. Um, I don't count those statistics or anything like that. They they were in the true nature of them, very much a spinoff of the show. And then our newest one, we've had All-Stars, and it's been a raging success. And it is, well, it's a spinoff, but it, it's not really a spinoff in that it's not really a dumbed-down version of the show at all. It is a, you know, it's its own thing. It's separate, but it is another, just a different version of the challenge. Instead of a spinoff, it's more of just an alternative version of the challenge. And that is now what we are getting, again, with the challenge, War of the Worlds, not to be confused with the challenge, War of the World, or War of the World 2, season 34, 33, and 4 of the flagship series. This is not War of the Worlds 3. New thing, and that is four separate challenge shows. The challenge CBS, or at least that's what we're working title for the time being. Maybe they'll announce some other name related to it, but the challenge CBS here in America. At the same time, there will be the challenge UK, the challenge Australia, and the challenge Argentina. Four shows 
four different countries or regions. And then the winners of all those four shows will then be facing off in the second part of the tournament. That part is the War of the Worlds part. So the Challenge War of the Worlds, basically five shows in one. An American, UK, Australia, Argentina show with all the winners going into one winner's bracket of sorts called War of the Worlds. That was what it was announced. And why I mentioned earlier when I said kind of a trailer, they did a trailer that was basically the challenge. It was all footage of the last couple seasons of the challenge um, overlaid with a bunch of words explaining, you know, the the sport everyone loves, the show that broke ground, this, that, and the other is coming to a new home. And yeah, uh, that was about it. Um, and then there was a press release um, in a couple different magazines. I apologize to whichever one of the magazines was the main one to break most of the news, but that's what we found out. All-Stars 3 premiere on May 11th, and then the huge news, brand new version of the challenge over on CBS on Paramount Plus exclusively and going to be called Working Titles, the Challenge CBS, Challenge UK, Challenge Australia, Challenge Argentina, and then the War of the Worlds, a winner's bracket of those four shows. So that was the in- announced. Let's let's break down quickly what we know about these about the three where each of the three now three versions or uh strands of the challenge world are right now we got all stars we got flagship we got challenge cbs that's how we're going to refer them or flagship mtv shout out mtv we're going to get a lot more to them soon here but we got all stars we got challenge cbs we got flagship mtv so let's quickly do kind of what we know about each of the three shows at this point and then talk some opinions about all the new stuff and where all all three pillars of the show or versions of the show or whatever you want to say are at right now so as far as what we know let's go with all stars first because it's the easy one we we know as we just said all stars three is coming in may we also know that it has been done shooting for quite a while if you want to know the cast that information is out there Unfortunately, if you want to know who won, literally elimination by elimination, daily by daily, final everything, you could also find out that information if you really, really wanted to. Um, Most people, challenge fans on social media know the account or two accounts that uh, have that info if you would like to go scroll back and find that out. They've known for literally a couple months since they finished shooting. Um, I do know who the cast is. I do not know any of the results. Thankfully, that is the way I would prefer it and we'll keep it. And of course, when All-Stars 3 comes out, we will be doing, you know, covering that show on this podcast as we'll cover all of these shows on this podcast. So when the actual cast is officially, officially put out there, we'll be talking about it here. But we know that's coming in May, May 11th. And other than that, we haven't had any announcements or any, you know, spoilers related to casting for a season four, but there are zero, zero signs of it stopping. This simply seems like, they banged out All-Stars 1, 2, and 3 very fast from inception of the idea to the show to now we're about to have a third season on our television screens. It's been amazing. All thanks to the godfather, Mark Long, as always. Always have to mention that anytime we're talking All-Stars. But this seems very much like they got those in, and now they're going to, you know, they're, they're going to have, we're going to talk in a minute about how they're going to film all of these at the same time and how poor TJ not poor TJ, very well off, very best job in the world, TJ Lavin, but poor guy's going to be very, very busy how he's going to possibly film all of these different ones. So while there's no announcement of a season four, no casting going on, no no rumors in the background, there's zero signs of All-Stars just you know being a three and out type of thing. I think All-Stars is going to continue for many, many seasons to come. Then we've got 
the Challenge CBS, this new thing. We know, and again, uh, next few parts, we are going to get slightly into uh, some kind of, I guess, spoilery, rumory stuff, but no no cast names, no, no anything like that, other than just what's happening kind of behind the scenes is the only thing we're going to talk about, which... I think most fans are comfortable with or safe with, but if you're not, uh, maybe fast forward, you know, uh, hit that plus 15 seconds, you know, two, three, four times. Um, but we know the challenge CBS is, it's been announced. And so it should be obvious even without having to have it confirmed by different spoiler sites and accounts that they are actively casting it right now. We expect that the shooting of that is going to happen pretty soon with a, a pretty obvious goal of it being televised in the summer, probably popping up in the middle of All-Stars 3 or right after All-Stars 3, but I'm guessing this is not known as an actual like guaranteed scheduling or shooting date uh, isn't exactly known, although uh, TJ himself, who will come up a lot through this, did reveal uh, maybe he was supposed to, maybe he wasn't on, uh, he's done multiple uh, podcast interviews, he was on Challenge Mania, uh, with Scott and Derek. He was also on Death Taxes Bananas with Johnny Bananas, and I forget which one he said it on, but that he would be leaving right after he goes into the BMX Hall of Fame. Shout out him if you haven't shown him love for that accomplishment. Go over to one of his social pages, let him know how amazing he truly is. Um, and if you were never really totally knew TJ's career before the challenge, yes, Hall of Famer. That's how he's one of the best ever to do it in the BMX world. We're lucky that we somehow got him in the challenge world and have kept him in the challenge world all this time. Um, but uh, he revealed when he would be leaving to shoot uh, before and after that Hall of Fame induction or having come back for the Hall of Fame induction. So they're shooting it soon. And my assumption would be they want All-Stars 3. They want there to be no break. If not, they would like an overlap of we got the community back on Paramount Plus watching the challenge All-Stars. Now let's drop this brand new thing on them and get them watching and hooked quickly. So my best guess would be that probably halfway through All-Stars 3, maybe sometime in June is when we might expect to see the challenge CBS uh, pop up to be able to watch. We also know about the challenge CBS uh, reality stars from CBS only. I think they use the words like reality titans from the CBS universe. So that was pretty clear that no MTV people are current challengers is was insinuated by that. Now it was speculated. I thought very smartly by uh, multiple different people in the podcast world, but Scott on challenge mania, Scott Yeager, uh, did have the idea of maybe, maybe they would bring in a couple ringer types of current or former cast members, maybe a Johnny Bananas or a CT or, you know, some heavy, heavy hitters onto the new CBS one as kind of a surprise thing when it actually comes out. So we'll see if that happens. I'm, you know, not holding my breath over it. It seemed, they seem pretty blunt and straightforward reality Titans from the CBS world. So we're thinking this is only people that have been on, you know, big brother, Survivor, Amazing Race, Love Island, which was on CBS, just moved networks, I believe, in the last couple of weeks they announced that. So all throughout the CBS world, not MTV folks, not current challengers from the flagship show. It is unclear if or when. The next thing here that we know about this new show is there's four of them that will culminate and then one winner's bracket of all four. But we don't know the UK, Argentina, Australia, if or when those three shows will be available to us in a U.S. market. Um, my guess is, you know, U.K. and Australia, 
they're filming in English. I would assume Argentina filming in Spanish as many others have guessed before me. I would assume that all of them, if, if not at least the UK and the Australia one, since they're in English would be put on the Paramount plus platform. I wouldn't see any reason why they wouldn't just put all of them on the Paramount plus platform language, regardless. Um, maybe they will just be on a delay, but if the goal is, you know, we're going to watch the challenge CBS, the American one, and then we're going to watch the war of the worlds, the winner's bracket. I'd kind of like to have watched the other, the UK competition and the Argentina competition, Australia competition. I'm fine with subtitles, uh, on the Argentina one. I don't, I don't care if I can't understand it. Please don't. I'd, I'd rather it's subtitles than dubbing over. I don't want to hear, have, you know, if somehow TJ is hosting all of these, which I don't think he is, but, uh, anyways, we're enough of that. Um, so we don't know if we'll get to see all of them, if we will just be seeing the U.S. one um, or not. But we we can be confident we are seeing the U.S. one plus the winner's bracket, the War of the Worlds showdown. And I would, again, probably just me guessing, but I would assume that on some sort of delay, we would be able to watch the other markets one as well uh, at some point. And then the final thing we know about this new one is... We do know TJ is hosting the American one at least. This was a very funny uh, mix-up on, again, they so TJ was on the Challenge Mania podcast like literally the day of, within minutes or the hour of all of this news coming out. And obviously he's keyed into it because he's a part of it, but he's not, you know, he doesn't know when any information is going to be public. And on in his interview with them, uh, he mentions like when he's heading off to Argentina to film. And then there was a hilarious debate between Scott and Derek later on about, or on their next episode, potentially uh, talking about this very same subject and where Derek was convinced, no, that means he's hosting the Argentina one. We do know that the American version of it, this challenge CBS American quadrant, if you will, of the war of the worlds is also filming in Argentina. I don't know if that means all four of them are filming there or just Argentina or just the American one is, but we know TJ is hosting the American one, which is filming in Argentina. And likely then we can assume he is hosting the war of the world's portion as well. We don't know that for sure. He didn't say that for sure, but pretty confident in that. So that's what we know about the challenge CBS. And again, opinions coming here in a minute, but finally, what do we know about the flagship? Uh, the flagship show, this is the one part, uh, no, again, no spoilers beyond what it, what kind of currently is happening from a production standpoint. No, you know, people or, you know, nothing's happened yet. So there can't be any like winners, spoilers or anything like that. Um, but it has come out. The casting for season 38 is happening, which is very good because as we're going to get to here in the opinions portion of this, the flagship show ain't dead yet. Um, they are casting for season 38. Uh, there's starting to be some, some rumors and some slight verifications out there of people that are, or are not getting calls. It at least seems like for the most part, it seems again, this is getting a little more into rumor, not fully, uh, fully baked out or fully finalized spoilers. Um, that if you've been on the flagship show, even if you came from maybe a Big Brother or a Survivor or you know a CBS show originally, seems like those folks are their flagship now, and they maybe aren't at least in this initial run going to be in the running for the CBS one. Even if they came from a Big Brother, so you know your Fessies, Josh's, Casey's, your uh, Natalie's, Michelle's, 
all the different Survivor people, Jay's, uh, Michaela, all the Survivor folks that have come in the last few seasons. It seems like they're their flagship for now, and everyone that hasn't been on the challenge before from CBS World is in Challenge CBS World. Uh, but we know casting for season 38 is happening, and it seems like it seems like the next thing to shoot is for sure this CBS version. So my guess, which has been the common guess out there so far, is then that season 38 is obviously ha- going to happen to some some way, somehow, but it'll probably be more of a fall or winter when this War of the Worlds Challenge CBS is over. So we're going to get a run of all three branches of the show, All-Stars, Challenge CBS, Challenge MTV, hopefully back to back to back. Um, but None of them are dead for the time being, just new ones coming. So that's what we know. Now let's move into the actual, the opinions. What let, Let's break, talk about how we're feeling about all this because there's been a lot of feelings. Personally, I've, been, I've felt every different emotion possible about this news. I have seen probably out there between Reddit and social media and listening to some of the other podcasts that have started to cover this news. I've seen about every emotion be had by many, many different fans and other podcasters and media folks alike about this news. So let's share some of mine. Um, because yeah, that roller coaster definitely happened. I would say my initial impression, the moment I saw this pop up, uh, I, I was pretty taken aback. I didn't know what the hell I was watching because again, as we said earlier, the trailer was confusing as hell, uh, because it was a trailer for this brand new thing, but it was all like Nelson was heavily, heavily featured in it. Like, and, uh, and you know, it was just clips of stuff that had already happened. So I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm watching here. Is this filmed? What's going on? What's happening? And so it was all very confusing. That was the main thing. And then, my initial, my first thought, I couldn't help it, but have any other thought was, is is the show over? Is the flagship MTV show over? Which was a horrible, horrible feeling to have. Um, we'll get to that more in a second. Um, the the first thing to discuss here is is because of that feeling. If the flagship show continues, then this is all fine. That is that is kind of ground zero. The 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 number one thing that matters most in all of this is if the flagship show continues, then this is all fine. Then this is all good. This is all great. If this new show and these, all this new news means the eventual or possibly very soon death of the flagship show, then this is not all fine. Um, not, not at all in any way, at least in my, in my book, because uh, yes, this new show, I will talk about it in a moment. I, I, I want uh, to love it. I know I'm going to probably love it. It's more challenge. More challenge is good. New versions of the challenge are fine, as long as they don't mean the death of the old versions that we still freaking love. Now, the thing with this, though, is that fans forget sometimes in I the challenge fandom, certainly in the last three seasons of the flagship show uh, in particular, kind of forget how good we have it sometimes um, because, you know, we don't like a few new cast members or they mess with this or that. They change this or that. They double way too far down on a spies, you know, theme and genre. But I've already started to see throughout both the, those seasons, you know, we weren't podcasting when Total Madness or Double Agents were out. So we're not necessarily on the record the way we are with Spies, Lies, and Allies. But we were very much on the record during Spies, Lies, and Allies that my opinion of the show was 
a decent bit higher than what seemed to be the consensus of everyone out there. And that is all stars was running. Everyone just became, you know, the challenge community and con- mostly consensus was, Ooh, give me all stars. Give me all stars. Give me all stars. That's amazing. And uh, the flagship show is kind of, you know, going down the toilet. Many even big time cast members themselves. I'm looking at you bananas have openly talked about how bad they think the current new cast is and the, the new show and everything. Um, but I have already seen online very, very quickly in the last few weeks, uh, especially out in Reddit, which I will again once say uh, to everyone on the challenge subreddit, y'all rule it. That place is so much fun, and I can't believe I wasn't on it earlier or more active on it earlier because uh, now I'm on it way, way, way too much. I need to need to put some time limits uh, on how much I'm on there and reading and commenting. But I've already seen there and out in Twitter, Instagram, social media world the quote. Actually, Double Agents was kind of good on rewatch. Those takes, they're already starting. And we went through this with, we had Dirty 30, Vendetta's Final Reckoning. In the moment, Vendetta's and Final Reckoning, if you don't remember, I do, they weren't received great in the moment. And then very quickly afterwards, everyone realized those seasons fucking rock. Like, I just rewatched Vendetta's actually last week very randomly before doing a rewatch. I just rewatched a random season and it was Vendetta's and Vendetta's freaking kicks ass. It is a very, very good season. Uh, Final Reckoning has some major flaws, but is also has some major high points and is awesome. And we kind of did a retroactive. Yeah, those were actually really great. And then now, yes, Total Madness, Double Agent Spies, Lies and Allies, they've had big, big problems. They they have, the, the quality has dipped for sure. But that doesn't mean that they still haven't been like on their own individually, really kind of awesome and fun and great. And I know two years from now, there's going to be plenty of, you know, double agents and spies, lies and allies kind of actually had some awesome moments and were kind of actually pretty cool. And it wasn't as bad as we acted like it was in the moment because we were comparing it to all stars and all this other stuff. So we don't always remember how good we have it, but now there's this new thing threatening to remove the old thing entirely, and now we're maybe realizing that we have it really good with the old thing, and we'd like that to stay good and have a new thing that's also good and just have all the things that are good. So this new global spinoff, the next kind of opinion here to discuss is the new global spinoff was the purpose of having all those global contestants starting back on the war of the world season when they really went UK heavy war of the worlds one and two. And then, you know, eventually all culminating really, then they kept it more American for a season or two, but it was a lot more of different shows from everywhere else. And then this last season, spies, lies and allies, obviously bringing in the 19 rookies, 17 global competitors from all over the world, all kinds of different countries, Nigeria, Romania, Spain. We've had Australia before. We had some more UKs that we've had before. We, you know, we were all over the map with that one. And that was all testing. That was all building for this particular move. That was all, you know, the powers that be at CBS or Paramount or Viacom, whatever. I'm just going to, from now on, because Paramount Plus is the streaming service, even if Viacom is the parent name or whatever, you don't need to worry about that. I'm going to call it Paramount. From now on, the powers that be are going to refer, refer to as Paramount. Those at Paramount, the powers that be, they knew they had seen Big Brother and Survivor, both most notably uh, among others, but they had seen those two shows spawn off in countries all over the world. That is why on last season of the Challenge Spies, Lies, and Allies, we had so many people like an Emmy and an Emmanuel from Survivor Romania. We had Logan from Survivor Spain. And 
all, all across the world are doing this. We had Tatcha and Esther from Big Brother Nigeria. All right, so they, they've done this before, and it clearly makes them a boatload of money and is great and expands them into all these new markets. And they looked at the challenge, and you know their MTV as an MTV property that had made some expansion by doing the UK stuff um, as kind of step one and bringing in other MTV shows from over MTV UK, and that led to why don't we do with the challenge what we've done with Survivor and Big Brother? Why don't we open this up to all kinds of markets all across the world? They tested it basically with Spies, Lies, and Allies, and now they're going full bore with it in three new markets, plus keeping ours. So that was all testing. That was all building to this moment. This is all about money. This is all about market share. This is all about getting more people on their streaming platform, getting more people in other countries. And yeah, you know, that's that's fine because as much as that kind of seems slimy and dumb to say or whatever out loud... That's how all the television shows work. And this has always been a television show and that's all it ever is going to be. And so that that's the natural evolution of this thing. Few other things to talk about though on the actual, the, this new CBS show. The first thing is for those of you out there who don't like the sportification of the challenge, you're probably not gonna like this new version as much as someone like myself because sport was emphasized heavily in the trailer that we got for it. That is what they want this to be. I think that is very, very clear. They want this to be a sport. And uh, maybe that means that the flagship show will be, uh, you know, trend a little bit further back away from that, the way All-Stars has a little bit. Who knows? But as someone who definitely early on was, you know, I always talk about the show versus sport. Those are kind of the two pillars of the challenge. You got the show and you've got the contest, the competition, the sport, if you will, show and sport. I was someone who was in the teens and 20s seasons of the challenge, liked as it became a little bit more of a sport, more physical, more taxing, daunting, more people training a little bit for it. I then came around to agreeing with a large percent of the fan base that thought they eventually went too far with it. And there's a not enough of the silliness. There's not kind of enough of what made it special in the first place and the combination of both. And I'd like them to try to walk that line a little bit better. But this new show, it's sport all the way, a global champion. Um, so the, if that's not what you like about the challenge, if you're someone who's like, I come for the reality television show part, the drama, the, and all that stuff. I don't care who wins other than who's in episodes that I have to watch and when I'm going to tune out because my three favorite people are gone and all the drama has stopped. This new show is probably not going to be for you. Um, now the other thing with this new show, it's going to be fun if you let it be. I kind of referenced that before. But if you let it be, if you if you want to hate it, you're going to find reasons to hate it. We do that with everything uh, in the world today. But if you want to like it, you can also find every reason to like it because it is not going to be the flagship show. It is not going to be all-stars. It is going to be on its own, on its own merit, it's going to be good. And if you give it a chance and if you treat it, you know, as I'm going to try my hardest to do, even if they announce tomorrow the flagship MTV show is dead, it is no more. That would be heartbreaking, and I'd be very upset. And part of that anger would be focused at this new thing that seemingly replaced it. But even so, even if that somehow happened, which let's pray it doesn't, I would ha- I would personally have to go into this thing. All right, let's judge this on its own merit. It's not that thing over there. It is the challenge, the general structure of it, but it's its own thing. It's going to be a little bit different. There's going to be different faces, all this stuff. Let's grade it on its own scale, treat it as its own thing, because it's going to be really good, and it's going to be really fun if you allow yourself to go into it thinking that it can be those things and not going into it thinking, 
I just want all-stars. I just want the flagship. I don't want this new stuff. Uh, if that's how you feel about it, then don't watch it, probably, is my, is my best advice I can give you. Other thing to note, it is CBS. It is not MTV. So, yeah, again, the drama, it's going to be toned down. It's a little different over on CBS as it is on MTV. And along with that, before getting way ahead of it, another shout out to Scott on Challenge Mania for pointing this out, which I think is one of the most key things that needs to be said ahead of time. The ratings are going to be fucking huge for the new version of the show. They are going to dwarf the flagship show. And that is because it's on CBS. And CBS just on average does multi time, multi X times more than what MTV does. Um, and then, you know, they'll add in the actual streaming and the, and I'm sure it's going to be, you know, it will air on actual, if you have real cable still, one of those people out there that have that, it will air live on CBS, but then immediately be on Paramount plus. Um, and so they'll be able to add the numbers. And so, yeah, the, the ratings are going to be huge. Does not mean it doesn't mean anything. It just means that it's on a much bigger platform, uh, now and has a much bigger audience. It could possibly reach in that way. Other thing, will it become more Survivor style? I've seen that pop up throughout online a couple times. You know, it seems like everyone on this first season of it is going to be people. If you watch all the CBS reality shows, you'll know them from somewhere. But it feels also, you know, if you're someone that watches Survivor, I've recently gotten back into Survivor after being kind of a super fan in the early days of it and then phasing out a little bit. Uh, Survivor, most seasons are brand new people every single time. The whole cast is brand new and they've, you know, in the last few years, the last dozen seasons or so of it, they've started to do more bringing people back for certain seasons and different themes and things. But for the most part, almost every season of that show is a brand new slate of people. Could that be what happens to the challenge? Could it be a one and done type thing for a few seasons in a row and then kind of go survivor style of, yeah, every fifth season we'll do some sort of winners season or have like four people come back and be captains of new people, things like that. Um, could be that I would say that possibly could be more fun than, you know, it'll be great for those, those people out there that are like, I am a reality competition stand all of the shows, big brother, survivor, amazing race, whatever it is. I watch all of them. You'll know all these new people on this show. Someone like me, I ain't going to know them all. If they were on survivor, I might, I, I'm going to keep, you know, I watched the last two seasons of survivor. I plan on keeping that up, but I ain't tuning into Big Brother anytime soon. I don't got that kind of time. I ain't tuning into The Amazing Race, Love Island, whatever else you got out there. So new people every season, that's definitely a possibility. And again, eventually, uh, the final thing on the CBS show is this is going to be more than four markets. This is not just going to stop at UK, Argentina, and Australia. This is going to be everywhere if it works, and I think it's going to work. I bet it's going to be resounding success, and same as Survivor and Big Brother they're going to have a version of this in every country that wants to have a version, wants to put it on their television screens or on their streaming services or on their iPhones or whatever it may be. Final things to discuss and opinion wise is back to the flagship show and kind of all-stars as well. And that is with the new casting or the casting knowledge we have right now, I'm not sure how they're going to keep populating the flagship show. As we said, we know they are casting season 38. We're going to get a season 38. My money would be on them for just to be able to say season 40 that they're going to push and push and to get to a season 40 of what the, what they want to call the quote unquote flagship show moving forward. But uh, if you know, there isn't a lot of MTV shows to go around to keep populating this thing moving forward with any new people. 
And if you're not going to be bringing any really new people onto the flagship show, then then it's just all stars anyways. And so then do do all stars in the flagship show have to merge? And again, does this just lead to we might get a season 38, but maybe that's it. And after that, we just have all stars and challenge CBS. And, you know, maybe we we can bank on, you know, 10 seasons of all stars or something before everyone's way too old. And there's no more, you know, MTV people to, you know, feeder system to bring in. And then all stars is done. And we just have whatever's left of, you know, a couple years into this CBS uh, version and war of the world's version. Who knows? But it does. It seems like, why? Well, yes, we have conf- confirmation to some degree that we're going to get another season of the flagship show. I don't know what the casting is going to have to look like to keep that going for more than another season or two without it just being all stars. Or if they want to say to all of the cast and crew, you know, hey, all stars isn't gone, but we're not doing all another all star season for a couple years. So Mark Long or Derek or Kara or Jean A or any uh, anyone that's been on All Stars recently or wants to go on All Stars, maybe they kind of force them like, "Hey, we need y'all back on the flagship for another season. We're gonna do two seasons of the flagship, and they'll be a little shorter. They'll kind of almost be like All Stars, but we're not gonna call them that. And then we'll do some more All Star seasons. Maybe they have to mix and match. I don't know, but it does feel like that. Uh, that's gonna happen, and it feels like." for those that are upset with the last few seasons of the flagship show that the cast for the next season is going to be more or less kind of what we've got the last season or two. Um, because all the older OGs are wanting to just do all stars, not the flagship. So, um, I don't know. We will see. Those are, those are opinions. That's a lot of rambling. It's been a lot longer than expected talking about all this different stuff. But I think the main things to recap all of that is, this new thing, again, if it doesn't kill off the flagship, then everything is fine, and we need to treat this new thing like the wonderful thing it is, and that is more challenge. It's a new version, graded on its own scale. Don't compare it to the old thing. It's this new standalone thing, the same way we should grade All-Stars as its own thing, the same way we should keep grading the flagship show as the flagship show. Keep them all, and hopefully we got all three of them, and hopefully, as we said way, way, way long ago, we're just going to, at some point, starting maybe May 11th, maybe we just never go a week without a new episode of some version of the challenge. That that would be truly amazing. But there is a lot of uncertainty. I want to be a posit- as positive about this news as possible, and hopefully I was through that long synopsis and thought dump that I just went through these last, what, I don't even know, 20, 30 minutes. Uh, but... It was really hard not to see the announcement of something new as the possible elimination of something old that we love. More challenges always great and change. New things are something we've all got to get used to in life and be better at accepting and enjoying to the fullest of their potential, not discounting them because they're new or different or, you know, than what we had or loved before. But I really, 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 really love the flagship show and I want to see it continue. So here's to hoping that is the case, and we will continue on living in a world with three different strains of the challenge, all running simultaneously for years to come. And as we said, TJ, you're about to be a busy, busy man, my friend. As more info comes out about all of the strands of the challenge universe now, uh, we will, of course, keep you updated here on this podcast feed. While we wait for more info, while we wait to see what this new version of the show will look like once it hits our television screens, if You are like me and find yourself nervously excited yet apprehensive, fearing for the continuation of the show we've loved for two decades at this point. 
Well, then, it sounds like it's the perfect time to relive those older seasons you love so much by rewatching some or all of them right along with me. So on that note, we are done with that news, and we can officially move on. Let the 2022 Challenge Series we watch commence. Yes, I just said we watched, not rewatched, the 2022 Challenge Series rewatch commence. Thank you all so much for being here today, listening. As always, make sure to follow or subscribe so you don't miss an episode as we walk our way back through all of the seasons of the challenge over the next few months. Find us on Instagram at Challenge Historian on YouTube by the same name, as well as on Reddit. If you're someone that doesn't use Instagram and you do want to get in touch with me or the podcast, you can do so on Reddit. I'm at Challenge Historian there. You can DM me there, Instagram, wherever. I love you, I appreciate you, and I will talk to you again very, very soon with our Season 1 Road Rules All-Stars recap coming this Wednesday, two days from now, then again on Friday with Season 2 Real World Road Rules Challenge. Until then, have a great week. Be kind, do good. Peace. Peace.